Happy New Year! Or so the saying goes. For Liverpool fans all over our glorious globe, however, 2019 has gotten off to a putrid start. A gutsy slugfest against champions Manchester City ended in narrow defeat last Thursday, and then last night a puny, emaciated, valium-addicted version of Jurgen Klopp's Rocket Reds were ravaged to the bone by hungry wolves in the FA Cup. Keep your breeches on, though, me hearties, for although your plank may be wobbling over the pit of despair, you don't need to jump just yet. Here are three facts, for example, that might help you look on the bright side. Firstly, we're still four points clear at the top of the league. I repeat, we're still four points clear at the top of the league. I repeat, we are still Four points clear at the top of the league. Number two. Balls to the FA Cup, we have mightier meat to smoke. Indeed, by being out, we are sure to have a full ten days of preparation before we meet Bayern Munich in the Champions League on the 19th of February. Number three. We do not support... Everton. Welcome to episode 21 of Cop On You, buttery, syrupy pancake. As ever, you can send us an email to coponpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at coponpodcast. You can support us via patreon.com forward slash coponpodcast. Despite The result, I was jubilant to be joined around five minutes after the final whistle last night by both Darren Wilde and David Power. Here is that conversation I sincerely hope you enjoy. And thank you so much, really thank you, for listening. Uh, First I'm going to say Happy New Year, because we haven't spoken since. We've started the year with two losses. Um... Two losses, uh, one in the Premier League, one in the FA Cup. And that match finished about five minutes ago uh, from when we're recording this. So, um, David, I'm going to start with you. Your instant reaction to to losing to Wolverhampton Wanderers. Do you, do you on a scale of 1 to 12, how many turds do you give? I give uh, zero thirds. Zero turns. Zero turns Absolutely, yeah. zero. Absolutely would you, zero. Would you care to explain why? Because Liverpool don't have a big enough squad to fart around with this FA Cup. So, I mean, it's good for the the players who maybe wanted to break into the the, the team, but they've shown they haven't got it. So, uh, messing is over with. Let's get on with it. Bigger, bigger fish to fry. Bigger fish to fry. Okay. Would you Would you agree with that? Are you Are you zero on the turd scale, Darren? How are you feeling? I mean, I want us to win every game. You know, I care deeply, you know, that we win every game. You know, I want us to win, you know, I want us to win the coin toss. You know, that, that's kind of, okay. yeah, <laughs> you, know, that's, you know, that's that's how important it is. So so for you, it's like, a, it's like a 10 on this scale then, or 12, that you actually, you're really disappointed we lost. Yeah, I am extremely disappointed. I am disappointed every time that we lose. I mean... You know, actually, you know, con- contrast that with the the City game. We 
we lost 2-1. Our goal, the goal that we scored was amazing. And, you know, you come away thinking, you know, fair, fair enough. Um, tonight, if we'd have, you know, I just wanted us to be still in the cup, you know, and that, and that is, you know, that's very disappointed that we went out with a whimper and we just didn't turn up. And that's what's very disappointing. You know, that's the bit that well, kind of gets me the most. Yeah, OK, OK. I mean, I've, I've got to say, I'm, I'm, I'm more... I don't know. I'm I'm just a little bit disappointed that we're out of the cup because I know what you mean. I would love to win. I would love to win the FA Cup. We haven't won it for 10 years now. So it's going to be 11 years. I would love to, of course. I would love to win the FA Cup. But if you don't win it, which is, you know, the greater probability, then I'd rather go out without a replay, without, you know, go out in the third round at the first attempt. And now we've got two competitions and I think there'll be an extra element of wanting to fight back with our first 11, our A team, uh, on the weekend against Brighton. And I think this loss might just, you know, galvanize us even further to really concentrate on Brighton and and see what we can do there because you can't blame Klopp for for the starting lineup I mean would you agree David I mean it, it wouldn't really be justified to play these players who'd had such a busy December eight games in December I don't know I agree completely um absolutely he has to rest the players he has to focus on what's important which is obviously uh, the league more so even in the Champions League if he's being honest um, he has the best chance of all the competitions by far uh, he has a 5% chance maybe of winning the Champions League he has a 50% chance maybe of winning the league so you have to choose choose your battles um, why would you risk uh, the energy levels more than anything of these players um, for me Liverpool now need to really um, grind and be very focused psychologically because it's more important than, than anything else is the psychological level of the players. Um, but you could see when uh, Firmino and Salah came on, Liverpool were absolutely different uh, proposition completely. Um, so for me, I yeah, prop, Klopp did the right thing. The only thing I would say is that uh, if he was going to test Keita, you know, give Kate a good run. I think he should have made the formation a little bit more centred around him. I thought it was a little bit, you know, it wasn't very clear what Liverpool were at tonight. But in terms of the players, he gave them a chance. They weren't up to it. Simple. Yeah, well, that's a that's a interesting answer. A couple of points there could pick you up on. First of all, the psychological aspect of this. Um, Darren, do you think? I don't know. Do you think that we can pick ourselves up now for Brighton? That psychologically we can bounce back and we can play with a lot more gusto after this loss? Or do you think it's going to have a bad effect on us? Um, you know what? I think I think the guys who haven't started will now be thinking, well, my place is safe <laughs> because there's nobody snapping on our heels. You know, that's one way of looking at it. I mean, you know, far be I mean, these guys are professionals, aren't they? And, and their mental strength shouldn't really be questioned. But, um, you know, I, I guess if I was being ultra cynical about it, I'd be thinking, well, you know, uh, there's nobody. If I was a Robertson or Henderson or Salah or Firmino who didn't start, I'd be thinking, well, there isn't, there isn't anybody really snapping at me here. Also, who's going to who's gonna 
get me out of the first team. You know, so that's that's one way of looking at it, you know, from a complacency perspective. You know, but then when we're back at full strength, the guys have, have won twenty games this season and Brighton should be um should should be should be easy kickings for them, you know, at, at full strength. So it's difficult to say really. I mean two two losses on the bounce and um albeit with, you know, relatively different teams, but you just think that it can't it can't be helpful. Um, I think, uh, incidentally, uh, Klein would have done a decent job tonight. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, Camacho looked a bit out of his depth. I mean, yeah, let's. Another thing that David mentioned was was Naby Keita. We had, we've got a lot of people's performances that we could we could talk about. Although I don't want to spend too long on it uh, because we've got you know I don't know lots of other more positive things to talk about. But let's think about players. You know that that sort of showed a good side of themselves uh, tonight. I mean, I would say, of course, the obvious one is the youngster, Herver, who looked really good in possession. I mean, he made a couple of rookie mistakes and got a bit lucky a couple of times, but he recovered well from his mistakes. And he's, I think he's clearly someone who's in control of a football and he's he's got this reading of the game which is way beyond his years so I'm very very excited to see him Naby Keita was a was an interesting one for me because I've been saying this for a while I think he's still not used to playing with our team um partly because he hasn't had enough minutes consecutively but He's always, always, always looking for the vertical pass. He's always looking forward, like straight pass, um, direct through. And I just wonder if um, we'd be better off with a sort of different player to our, any of our strikers and someone like Timo Werner or if you imagine a Daniel Sturridge with pace who's just got to run off the shoulder of the defender so that these straight balls can go through. Because Kate is always looking for them. Um, and I thought it was quite interesting. Like sometimes tonight he took too many touches, but I thought overall he had a pretty good game. So Kater was pretty good, although he wasn't quite on the same wavelength as the others. Fabinho was very good at centre-back. Young Herver, these are three players that stood out. For me, did anybody stand out for you, David? Um, yeah, Keita. Um, and I think you're right. I think uh, if you look at his touches, the way he plays, he's very, very. Um, he's a player that he's tasty. You know, he's he's a lot more um, ambitious than the other players on the pitch. Um, I think he should be given. More, he's definitely, for my money, a lot better than Henderson. And I think if he got a bit of luck, if one of the, he got an assist today, for example. The whole narrative would change, and it's all about narrative. And um, he's twenty three or twenty four. I'm not sure. I think uh, yeah, Cato was very good, and um, the youngster uh, Hover. I think he's uh, I forget how old he is, but yeah, he. I mean, he's playing in a, in a team that wasn't producing good football, and yet he he showed some nice stuff. So it was good f- good from the, in that perspective of of um, letting some players show what they can do. But I think Cato needs to be given more first team um, appearances and what about you Darren yeah I think um, Hoover well I mean in, in, he wasn't expecting to come on wasn't he I mean I think that um, you know he might have played he might have played if we were winning you know he might have played the last 10 or something like that or 
you know, he was comfortable, so I think he did well under the circumstances. Um, I thought he did okay. Um, was there anybody else that, that stood out for me? I, I, I thought, you know, Camacho, uh, I don't know whether it was Klopp's um, tactics, but I, I thought he was too far forward, left left our centre-backs exposed a bit. Um, Jones gave the ball away, I thought, too much. But then again, so did the rest of the team. So, you know, I think uh, I think probably there was only one standout performance for me. Yeah, that's good. Okay, so so the young the young kid gets our man of the match, but perhaps between us. Um, but okay, um, let's move on to happier things. We've got Brighton on the weekend in the Premier League. Um, with all of the nonsense I've read in the past few days on Twitter since we lost to Manchester City, um, you know, Dayan Lovren got some death threats. That was nice. Um, you know, these people are absolute lunatics on Twitter and they should really take a look at themselves and try and think of it before posting these horrific things. And it's a real minority of idiots. But they're there. Because um, I would just like to show all of these people the league table. We're still four points clear at the top. We've got a massive chance against Brighton in the next match. Um, the last match against them, we won 1-0 at home in September, playing a 4-3-3. Um, we had 22 shots to their six that day. It was quite a dominant performance, even though it was just 1-0. Um, are we going to win this one, Darren? I mean, are you? how confident are you on the back of those two defeats? I think we will win. I do think we will win. I think that um, the last three games against Brighton, I think we've scored 10 goals. You know, So we beat them 5-1, 4-0, 1-0. You know, so I think that... Uh, history is on our side in that respect I think um, a full strength Liverpool as we've seen is is no match for the majority of the teams in the league so I think that um, we will you know we will win whether it's a 1-0 or a 2-0 or, or, or um, you know or maybe a, a low score who knows it doesn't matter we just need the points don't we I think now is now's the time for Klopp to show his management skills it's okay when you're winning uh you know i think we've lost a game or you know we've only lost one game um in the league and so i think it's um you know it'd be good to see how we react um and i think we can do it i think uh you know we come back um i'm not sure when was the last time we lost three games on the trot you know i think uh from that point of view i, I, do, I do think we'll win i do think we'll bounce back Okay, well, no, that's good. You're confident. Are, are you equally confident, David? And and if you think about it, the three possible results, win, draw or loss, what would each one of them do to, to Liverpool's campaign as a, as a whole? For me, um, the, the loss and the draw are the same. I don't really see much of a difference between them. Even if it's a point, it could be, of course, very important at the very end. Um, I think this season, the EPL, it reminds me of La Liga in 2012 or 13 when Mourinho won it with, in, with uh, Real Madrid. And it was the worst league. Now, this is a great league, but that season, it wasn't about uh, being better than Barcelona. It was just about grinding out results against very, very poor teams. And they did it very well. They won, you know, 1-0 against Ibar. And Real did. 
Real, yeah, yeah, and I think with Liverpool, it's it's if if it was City again or Chelsea or even Manchester United, there would be like every Liverpool fan would be this is very important, but this is very important, and that's the problem is that Liverpool have done very very well up until now, but Brighton is City, it is Chelsea. It if you if you draw to Brighton and um, you beat Spurs. It doesn't make any difference. It's still four points, which is two points on average, which is not enough. You need to be winning, you know. So for me, it's it's essential to win, and um, I think they will win. But um, it's it's very important that Klopp, as Darren said, he does well on his management skills because it Liverpool need to have a fresher approach now coming into the new year. They did very well before Christmas, and they need to have a reset. I think. Um, like attacking it and have confidence that they can keep doing because up, up until now they've done better than um, City and they need to do better from now until May yeah I, I, I think you're right I'm not too worried if we draw you know we just need to pick up keep picking up points I think that's that's you know my my view I think you know I think we will win I'm not entirely convinced it'll be a convincing win um, but I think we will win I think we'll be too strong for them But but if we draw uh, you know, that would be a disappointment. But we just need to keep picking up points, you know. And, and I think because I think City will <clears throat> City will draw some more games, you know. And we if we match City result for result to the end of the season, we'll win the league. That's true. But I I don't know if you saw John Barnes talking with that buffoon Richard Keys. Did you see that one? That like last week. Buffoon. You didn't see, yeah. Richard Keys is a buffoon. Dicky Keys, yeah. Dicky Keys, exactly. Excuse me, gentlemen. To be to be honest, but I I do find him to be quite an odious man. But anyway, he asked a fairly decent question. Credit to him. Um, he asked John Barnes what what the winning mentality is in a in a title winning team, which is a good question. He then proceeded to not understand the answer. And John Barnes's answer was very, very simple. Uh-huh. Basically, in Liverpool in the 80s, you you basically, you, you really, you wanted to win every match. So instead of looking forward to the, to looking at the league table or looking forward to May and seeing, you know, where are we going to finish and tr- sort of speculating mm. on that, that's just a waste of time. Mm. You basically, you're looking at Brighton the next match for Liverpool and you and you want to do everything you can for Liverpool to win that match and if you have that mentality then the titles take care of themselves and I think that's how we got to this position is by having that mentality every match as you said uh, David about you know grinding out results every match we could do it and believing that we can and I think that's how we got to four points clear at the top and I think that's how regardless of the league table that's what we need to do to continue being at the top um Brighton yes I mean so we're all predicting a win are we I mean I, I'm just gonna I, I'm gonna I'm gonna predict uh, you know, with with the wounded animal spirit, I'm going to predict a four-one Liverpool win. I'm feeling that bullish. Mm. Uh, what do you think, David? I'm going for a three-nil, and I I imagine the Egyptian 
having spent so long in the desert, will be going for the, the water like a camel. Excellent answer. Very poetic. And Darren? I think it will be grinding out 1-0 or 2-0. I can't see us doing uh, doing much better than that, especially at, um, at Brighton. Although we have, over the past couple of uh, games, had, had decent high-scoring results. But... Um, I think it. I think we'll be grinding it out. I think. Okay, and that would be just as lovely as anything else. Yes, a W is all we need. Um, so let's let's move this conversation along to to more general zoom out topics here. It's the transfer window is open. We haven't talked about that yet. Um, after tonight, again on the back of two losses, hats off to Wolves. Hats off to Man City. Um, do we need to strengthen, simply? And if so, where do we need to strengthen? What do you think, Darren? Well, I mean, after tonight's performance, I think it's clear we probably do. I think we certainly need a versatile defender, you know, somebody who can support us in um, in defence in a, a centre-back role. Um, if, um, you know, if, if, we, if, if we're going to be without Lovren, uh, obviously Gomez... Obviously, Virgil van Dijk will come back in and he may play alongside Fabinho um, at that point. Uh, but I think that we probably you know, could do with um, somebody who has some versatility. Up front, we we don't seem to have struggled. I think our, um, our front three are starting to click and... You know we're getting some goals. You know, but I still think we are lacking some creativity. Um, you know, and 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 maybe you know some kind of creative midfielder. Well, the mirror is reporting that we, um, you know, we've we put we're, we're interested in the the Brighton midfielder, so um, Pascal Gross. So I think that that might be an interesting dynamic for the weekend as well. Yes, yes, I've heard this rumor. Yes, uh, Klopp's supposed to have been a, a fan for years of Pascal Gross. Because um, he's uh, yeah his his stats are amazing his assists uh, stats you know he is a very creative player even for even for Brighton um, uh, yeah that's a that's a good that's a good uh, good idea do you have any any idea for a defender that you would like to see in or just leave it up to the committee yeah just leave it up to the committee I mean you know it would be good to see. Uh, Someone with a bit of versatility, really. I mean, you know, uh, a, a, a you know somebody who can support us in defence, but you know, play other roles. I mean, a, a Milner type. Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, well, it begs the question to stay with you on this. Why? Why not just James Milner then? I, I do think. Oh, in, in recent weeks, I think uh, Milner's shown a little bit of vulnerability in terms of you know he's. he's given the ball away quite a lot. I don't know form-wise, whether he's carrying a knock or whether it's just his age that's, that's, that's catching up with him. I mean, I, I know it's probably a bit flippant to, to, to say that after, you know, maybe just a little bit of uh, bad form, but I think that, you know, he is he's showing a little bit of bad form just at the wrong time. And, um, and uh, you know, tonight, I thought he gave the ball away a bit too much and um, lacked a bit of pace. So I think that... Uh, you know, it could it could be that maybe you know slotting him back into events actually might be a, a good thing for us. You know, you know because he he won't you know he wouldn't have to work quite as hard um, in uh, in midfield. So so maybe that's a you know maybe that's a good call. Mm, okay. And what about you, David? Would you would you get someone for those fullback positions, centre back? Would you get anyone else? Do we need another player to push us towards the holy grail 
Yeah, I definitely agree with Darren um, on the both positions. Oh, we need a versatile uh, defender, um, somebody who's on the intelligence level of uh, Van Dijk, somebody who can work well that and bring kind of... Because Liverpool are pretty stable right now, but we can't depend on um, Lovren. And the other thing I would agree to is the creative midfielder. Um, I think somebody like Payet would be fantastic for Liverpool. Somebody who can, you know, um, add a little bit more because the front three are very good, but uh, getting to me could be could be very hairy. Um, I think Liverpool should definitely be looking for um, somebody who could come in, and it, the best would be somebody who you know already, like a Robin van Persie. When United signed him, he was guaranteed, um, you know, guaranteed business. And if Liverpool could find somebody like that in the midfield area, um, I think it would be very, very helpful. Do you have any any names in mind or are you also happy to let the transfer committee do their jobs? Um, just if it's going to be somebody brought in in the January window, it's better if it's somebody older. Um, sort of a bit of a sacrifice, but rather than um, blooding a new young player. Um, I think if they could get somebody who's experienced, but, you know, good, maybe at a contract, it would be nice. Hmm. Aaron Ramsey, out of contract in the summer. Yeah, Ramsey's very good. Adrian Rabiot from PSG. Yeah, Rabiot too. Yeah, absolutely. I like him. I like both options. I've, I haven't seen Ramsey for a while, but he's, you know, he's exactly what I'm talking about. Okay. Well, yeah, all right. Yeah, for me, I don't know. It's it's a very tricky one because we seem to have good chemistry in the squad. I just, I just have to look at you know, the inevitability of injuries, and that for me, the biggest problem we have is actually left back. Is the biggest problem we have. Robertson gets injured. We have Moreno. Exactly, we have Moreno. That's our He's biggest fresh. problem. His legs are fresh now. <laughs> He's ready. He's ready, believe me. His legs are fresh and his mind is rotten mincemeat, I'm afraid. But uh, he's uh, but yeah, he, I think that's the biggest drop-off we have in the squad and I would like to see that addressed somehow. Um, and also, up front, if Mane, for example, gets injured... Um, we've got no one really to play left wing, so that creator player you were talking about maybe could step up from mm, Payet, you know, a Payet type player. Fekir has been linked a lot of times, but the transfer thing the thing about transfers that always I don't know, I, I have not so much patience for it's all, it's all the people who recommend X, Y, Z, this player, that player, you know, have you seen the latest link is some, some guy in Turkey, 19-year-old mm. kid, and people talk about him as if they've seen him. Nobody knows. Nobody's actually gone beyond the YouTube video. I, and I it, went to Istanbul. I saw him. He's really, really good. <laughs> yeah, of course. And he's did. a gentleman too. <laughs> of course he did. Yeah, uh, but uh, yes, it really gets my goat. So having said all that, Nicola Pepe from Lille is is a genius, and we have to sign him because I've seen lots of YouTube compilations of him, <laughs> and he's really 
terrific. You know that Lille is just two hours away from Paris. It is. Yeah. It is. I've never made it. I've never made it. Yeah. I don't have a car. Um, anyway, gentlemen, this, we're, we're sort of, um, you know, got to wrap this up. Thank you very much for joining us. It's late. I think the, the neighbours are probably complaining it's 20 that past bloody Liverpool thing again. <laughs> it's that goddamn Liverpool podcast. Sorry. Sorry, everybody. But, uh, you know, thank you very much to David. And to Darren, thank you. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Um, but yeah, thank you very much, guys. Thank you. So, as this cop on episode 21 aeroplane dips below the clouds and glides safely towards the runway lights, let me just leave you with a couple of stats, courtesy of a dear friend of the show, Adam Marshall, who was at work today, but he just couldn't get the Reds out of his mind. Firstly, if you were curious, the last time Liverpool lost three matches in a row in all competitions was in January 2017, which is now two years ago, remember. Uh, We lost 3-2 to Swansea in the Premier League, 1-0 to Southampton in the League Cup, and 2-1 to those pesky Wolves again in the FA Cup again. Secondly, and you might like this more, Reds fans, in its 26, 27 maybe year history, there are three first-time winners of the Premier League who were eliminated in the third round of the FA Cup. Blackburn in 1995, Manchester City 2012 and Leicester City 2016. The omens are there. Thank you all so very purely for listening. Please feel free to share Cop On with your friends, relatives, dentists and tailors. My name's Owen and I can't wait for Brighton. I can't wait for Brighton because David Power called it so correctly. Brighton is Manchester City. Brighton is Manchester United. Brighton is Everton. Brighton is the Champions League final. We want to win it and we want to win it large. We've had the two negatives. Now, what do they make again?